Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Letterman Road. This is the Off Topic Podcast, Road Beers. I am Austin Ward, joined again by my, my, by my buddy, Jeremy Birmingham, and Spencer I'm in a cave. Is in reserve for a chive buy. Guess what? You can only keep three of us, and we all get to stay. How oh, my God. Are you sick of those? Oh. How many more can there possibly be? I... I I've seen people actually get, you know, somewhat creative and funny, and I'm glad that people are being creative and funny, but come on. Do we have to do this, like, every day? Oh, who, which house would you live in? Which, uh, which three things, which snacks would you pick? You can only pick one French fry, one burger, and one milkshake. Just shut up. Like, Stop. I, I thought, of, like, I'm going to do our own version of it here in a little bit, so I can only be Thank so God, cool. I can't wait. But, like, but I wonder, like... Is this what it's like to be on Twitter if you don't, like, live in the sports bubble? Like, I almost exclusively follow stuff that's related to work. Uh, a couple, like, people that I know, um, you know, in real life that don't that's have That's called IRL, just so you know. Yeah. IRL. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm not up with all that lingo. But, like, is this what Twitter is like if you're not into sports? Because it's awful. I mean, I guess it has to be. I, I wouldn't. I remember when I got on Twitter back in 2009 and I thought this is the coolest thing ever. And for like six months, I was pretty sure it was the coolest thing ever. (laughs) And then I realized it's the worst thing of all time. Um, But no, we've certainly reached a new low in human entertainment when it comes to like what people have to to take up their day like what there's nothing else there's nothing else to do other than make a, a grid with hamburgers on it like i mean are you kidding me I, I, who who is coming up with these for one like i think uh our uh, our beat cohort um ari wasserman put one out with sodas last week where he clearly like just grabbed the first thing he saw and slapped some numbers on it, and they were like European versions of sodas. It's like there was. <laughs> yeah, but have you ever had Mexican Coke? Mexican Coke is way better than American Coke. But like, they weren't even all ones that you could get here, and you know, it still prompted the debate because people got into it. But it's like you didn't even know what all was on there because all I yeah, had was you know Coke Ari, Ari lives in a different world anyway, so Ari may think that everyone can get those sodas. <laughs> <laughs> that may be his thing. He may not know. He doesn't even care anyway. All he wanted was uh, McDonald's Coca-Cola. So, Well, look, a McDonald's fountain Coke is the best iteration of regular Coke you can buy. That's not, it's not an unknown. That's a thing everyone knows. Yeah, but you have to go to McDonald's to get it. That's true. I mean, if you could get a McDonald's fountain Coke somewhere other than McDonald's, that's the only thing that could make it better. I got really concerned. I hadn't thought about this part of uh, our road beers journeys, but the first game that I ever worked with you and when we were with Ryan Genden at Land of Ten, and I got real, real concerned about what this was going to be like (laughs) because you two voluntarily went to McDonald's twice in like, I don't know, 18 hours. I was like, what the hell is going on here? I I never – they were both Never breakfast. McDonald's. They were both breakfast. No, they weren't. One was lunch and breakfast. One was like, uh, yeah, because Indiana. That was the Indiana game. The season opener was Thursday night, so we went. Yeah, over. 
that was before we really were diving into like finding Jimmy John's on the road everywhere we went and um, finding good food. And plus we had Gin and all he wanted to eat was a plain hamburger on a bun. What I mean, we had to accommodate for his um, intricacies and his uh, idiosyncrasies. For those of you who are listening to this and know who Ryan Ginn is, you know what we're talking about. But for those that don't, that's most people. Just be know. just be glad you don't. Um, but anyway, like whatever we you know sometimes chicken nuggies are pretty good. Sometimes. I... And if we didn't go to McDonald's the second morning, we would have lost the single greatest road beers moment that we've experienced. I, I think at some point we will have Ryan Ginn on this show. Yeah, the, it's the only way it can be told. It's the only way it can be told. It wouldn't be fair to do it without him on the show. That'll be a teaser for a future episode uh, as long as you guys keep tuning in to road beers. Uh, I didn't think that we were going to really jog – the memory there with the McDonald's because that was that had to be one of the worst experiences on the road just from the three of us because I was I, I let you take some shots at me with you know the the cream of crab soup and all that but but what about when was, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings on the way to Illinois was it to that Illinois was, yeah that was even worse we had to stop there and pull over and do some work because uh, who was committing somebody was committing at that time Maybe Kate Stover? No. It wasn't. It couldn't No, it wasn't Stover. It was, uh, no, it, somebody was committing. I can't. Maybe Jonathan Cooper? Jonathan. I don't know. I don't, yeah. It, Why would uh, I have been in the car with you with Jonathan no, Cooper? I, no, no. Who was it? It was somebody in the class of 20. Uh, never mind. This is terrible. This is a it, good this podcast is, so far. <laughs> This is terrible for everyone. I'm going to remember it at some point. It's an easy one. I, I don't know why my brain is not uh, ready. But whatever. Moving on. I will remember it, and then I will, I will aha myself. But um, yeah. That'll really cap off this episode. It's who a was it? Boy, are you uh, going to be able to talk about anything else, or are we just – uh, <laughs> I, I can multitask. Go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research over here. Uh, I have an iPad in the cave here, so just well, that uh, one, I mean, going stopping at Buffalo Wild Wings is much, much preferable for me to uh, you know McDonald's ever. And you know, the only place that I would be more opposed to stopping on the road than McDonald's is Skyline. Am I right, Chives? Oh, I thought you were going to say Subway. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I. I, you know my stance on Skyline. I like Skyline. Skyline is good. Skyline is not chili. It is a topping, but it is also very delicious. A topping can't be a meal. Doesn't, don't you understand that your own definition of this quote-unquote food that you enjoy invalidates it as a meal? Like, it's, it's, if it's a topping... If you get you the conies, if you get the conies, you get... I get... So when I go... You get the oyster crackers to start, and then I get three cheese conies. They're little hot dogs. They've got a ton of cheddar cheese on them. They've got this, the chili. They've got mustard, and they've got onion. It, it really surprises me. Like Not to mention things, cinnamon and chocolate. Of all the things Berm likes, he doesn't like Skyline. I just feel like it's a food that he, he would like. I don't know. Why would he want, like, dessert slop? 
Yeah, I'm sorry. If I if I'm gonna go the to the degree where I'm eating pasta from a fast food restaurant, which <laughs> in itself seems mind blowing to me, I'm definitely not getting it with a topping on it. You went missing in Arizona for like three hours just to go to Del Taco. I'll go to Fazoli's if I want a fast food uh, pasta. And number one, it was an hour. Okay. It was a 20-minute ride in a shuttle from the Camelback to Del Taco. Number two, it was amazing. Number three, tacos of any kind are better than pasta with a meat topping on it. All right, not before even, I, not even a competition, not even a conversation. We'll agree to disagree, but before I go back into the the Chad layer, whatever we're going to call this, um, I want to say I want to make a choose your house with Ohio State beat members. I just don't know how to go about it without making people mad. I think the whole point of these things is to make people mad. Like, well, then I, I guess I'm going to make an Ohio State beat choose your house, and I'm <laughs> definitely going to put Berm and Ari in the same house. We'd have a lot of fun. I think they'd get along just fine. As long as you stock it with Bud Light Limes and Coke Zero, everyone's going to get along just fine. You have to understand this about Ari and I. We argue a lot, but it's because I know how easily provoked he is, and I just quite enjoy poking it. Because he physically enjoys poking everyone. I get a, a thrill out of just tweaking him a little bit because I know he can't stop himself from losing his freaking mind. And so I, I enjoy watching him slide down that hill from rational argument to just batshit crazy. I think that's great. So if I do six houses, do you think these houses will be better if they just have talent or if I develop the houses? Are you going <laughs> to, unless you create like, Harry Potter style names for each house and sigils. I don't want you to post this on the internet. So I think it would actually be interesting though, because even Harry P. even the people that like, uh, you know, aren't in the Ohio state media still have their favorite uh, writers that they want to go read their broadcasters that they enjoy watching and uh, podcasters they enjoy listening to. Like they would still engage and then they, they would suddenly be opened up to a whole new world of you don't know what you're getting yourself into yeah. if, if you're moving in with, uh, you know, this person or, or even just us. That's not uh, for the faint of heart. Like the way I'm constantly singing or something like that. Yeah, that's, boy, you, the jukebox in your head is one thing. Yeah. And then Chives constantly asking to go to Skyline uh, gets old. No, the thing with Chives is not even the Skyline because he's never asked for that on the road. For him, it's the, because I know better. It's the panic that sets in if he doesn't have coffee by 10 a.m. <laughs> that to me is the funny thing because you can see him turn into like a tweaker almost. Where he's like, ah, if I don't have coffee soon, guys, things are going to things are going to get weird. <laughs> and like, because generally speaking, when we have time to go get coffee in the morning, it is in tandem with a night that went a little later than. Um, it could have or should have. And so that coupling provides chives with this, like, uh, this might not be a great night for me guys type of situation. <laughs> and I just think that's wonderful. That's, I mean, the, the name of the show is road beers for a reason. And then 
Chives has to have his own. He's going to have his own secondary podcast for his uh, morning coffee. Um, I think it's hilarious that like the, I always see Skyline commercials during Blue Jackets games, and it makes me really sad that uh, this season uh, wasn't completed and I don't get to watch hockey right now. But there's, there's this commercial for Skyline every time. And Chives said it, and I just think it's the most ludicrous thing for the people that defend Skyline. They have this, this girl comes in. She sits down. They're like, well, why do you love Skyline? Oh, they're so friendly. They bring you in. They sit you down. They give you crackers. Like, what? That's the first thing that you like about Skyline is that they give you crackers? What kind of selling point is this chives for Skyline? That, oh, boy, crackers. <laughs> the, the oyster crackers are the perfect complement to everything that Skyline provides. It's a very good meal. It is. It's good food. It's good food. It is the only compliment. It's the only thing that Skyline provides that provides any texture or flavor to their food. That is why they do it. Because otherwise you're eating gruel, just gruel on top of pretty subpar pasta. They sit you down, they give you crackers, and then you die. They have water. It's great. If you want, you can order a soda, and then in a few hours, you're going to feel sick. Um, Chives, you can, I think you should return fire once in a while. Like, you don't have to sit there and take the skyline. Listen, you guys know uh, the, the Del Taco thing, that's, that's my cross to bear. I get it. Like, I forced Austin and Will to have uh, Del Taco um, in November when we went to L.A. to see C.J. Stroud and Clark Phillips, and uh, I don't regret it at all. And here's a secret. Uh, you know how the second night we were there? I grub-hubbed Del Taco to the hotel after, after we were done. You are a sick man. Yeah, because I wasn't going to let this opportunity pass me by. I don't have a Del Taco within thousands of miles of where we live. Uh, for my birthday, or was it my birthday? No, Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. One of those days that passed recently. How long has it been? Valentine's Day. Angie bought me for Valentine's Day a case of Del Taco's hot sauce. She ordered it from their website, and that was it, just the packets. But that's not even the hot sauce you like. No, I know, but their, their hot sauce is – I use that when I cook, actually, because it's really great for cooking. I, but think, a, I mean, I stand, I stand Del Taco. I don't care who knows it. What does that mean when you say you stand – Berm, there is part of me that wishes I would have went to Del Taco with you because yeah. I am somebody who really enjoys regional fast food. Like it's I am, not, huge... it's not even that. He makes oh. it out like it's some magical Arizona delicacy. It's a just. It's, it's not. All that is them. not. I've never once made it. That's where I found it. So that's what I associate it with. But that doesn't. It doesn't mean I suggest to anyone that it's good food. I know it's bad food, but I don't care. But Chives, that's also like, the difference. Like people don't go to Arizona and be like, "Oh my God, I've got to go to Del Taco to get their their marvelous cuisine." It, it's not like if someone's visiting Cincinnati and you're like, "Hey, go get some watery chocolate chili." Like it's a regional delicacy. It's not like that. It's all it's over. Like, like there's two things that I regret not, not trying this season, and that's Del Taco with Berm, and then. I know you guys say it's gross, but I just feel it's my obligation as somebody who travels to all these places to try it. Runza, because I went to North Carolina and I tried cookout. How do we end this show? How do we end this and show? And cookout, cookout was the, like the best fast food I've had. 
and the cookout is awesome. And then cookout, I went to Texas. Cookout is a restaurant. A runza is a life-altering error. <laughs> <laughs> I went to not- Texas. I had I had Whataburger. I went to uh, in Texas when I was there. I had In-N-Out. I've had a lot of regional fast food. I feel like that is just like almost my calling, I guess. I, I like regional fast food, at least trying it. So I should have tried Del Taco. I'm sorry, bro. The, the, okay, again, Del Taco is not regional fast food. I mean, I guess in the sense that it's only really available is there on the one, are they West Coast. Um, there's, there's some around the country, but that just depends on franchisees, I guess. It's not like a national brain. Like, okay, uh, it's regional. It's regional. But, again, I don't pretend that Del Taco is good food. Like, I know it's not. But that's fine for me in that moment because you only eat Del Taco in two instances, when it's 4 a.m. and there's nothing else available or when it's 4 a.m. and you're hungry. That's how it. Many, how many tacos did you grub up the second night? Because you and Will – Oh, five. Five? Six, you guys went six. absolutely wild on night one because we, we had hit up – I think we did three road beer stops – we talked the Uber driver into hitting up the drive-thru. You guys, I think, had – I think we had six each, right? I think you had seven each. Well, I only got seven because he said he was going to eat more than me, and I wasn't going to let that happen. Because I knew what I was getting into. He didn't. So I, I, I guess I should have let him just take that road himself, but yeah, I, I am. You guys, knock yourself out. I will have uh, one burrito – and then I will watch this show. There was and French fries. They got good French fries. There were wrappers and you know taco <laughs> sauce packets just everywhere. It was an absolute war zone. Dreams. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm just gonna crack open one of these uh, stone cold beers and watch this show because it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't have any problem. Chives, if you could only pick one fast food place to go eat, like, are you gonna stick with Skyline? Uh, no, no. If I had to pick one fast food place to eat, is that what you asked? Yeah. You cut out for a second. Um, no, if I had like one anywhere, I, honest to God, it would either be, it would probably be cookout because I don't get it very often, but I, I can get Skyline. I live, you know, I live close to Salmo road. There's a Skyline right there on Salmo. I can, I have it. You can't pick a place that you can't go to chives. Yeah, it has to be one that you, you need to survive. It's a desert Island. You can't one go to the one spot you can't go to. <laughs> my desert, my desert island fast food place. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I do. I think it's In and Out. I know you guys don't like In and Out as much as I do, but it's In and Out. I love In and Out. I don't dislike In and Out. I just thought, and and as somebody who used oh, to live, God. I, I lived a mile away from one, and I went there once. Um, I just think it's slightly over, uh, overvalued in the pyramid of fast food. I just don't think it's that great. I've I've had it a few times. I think I think Wendy's burgers are better than In and Out. Just In-N-Out on a, burgers are nothing special, and the fries are absolutely terrible. The the burger is what makes the meal. The fries are I, I will agree. The fries are subpar, but the burger itself uh, reminds me of a burger place at home that's only available in Lima. Um, so, what QP? Yes. Well, QP. Yeah, we won't even better. get into that. QP's way better than that now. Way if you better. want to talk regional, if you want to talk regional fast food, if you have never been through Lima and grabbed a QP burger, you you absolutely have to. QP is way better than In and Out. Didn't Austin? Q- we're gonna we're gonna get you there sometime soon, Austin. 
I've been there. Isn't it? Isn't it just? Didn't it just set the stage for Wendy's? Yeah, Dave Thomas used to work there. Yeah, okay. He he left and, and made Wendy's. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Allie had fam- has family that lived in Lima, so I've I've been through there a few times. I, don't I know. would take Smashburger over In and Out, and I would take Five Guys over In and Out. Both of them in a heartbeat. And Whataburger, which I've had one time that I actually enjoyed it. I've had it three or four times. The only time I ever actually thought to myself, this is pretty good, and it wasn't like a dry piece of gray meat, was um, when we were in Texas for the Ohio State TCU game. Yeah. Um, after that game, that, that was like three in the morning, so I think that maybe had jilted my I made, uh, opinion. I did the same thing with Whataburger uh, in – the same year, but it was the USC Cotton Bowl. We went through the drive-thru after the game, and I had had a little bit too much to drink, and it was pretty good then. Uh, but I've had Whataburger a couple other times since then, and it's been – it's all right, but it's not its not what it was uh, when I was a few beers deep. I mean, in and out, I think I would take like 15 or 20 burger places before I would sit – sink to that level the other part annoying about in and out is that the the weight is so stupid because people have fetishized it so much that like you can't go there and get an average burger in five minutes you have to wait 20 minutes to get an okay burger and that's just stupid that's all that's the other like ridiculous part about when this beat arrives in in phoenix for the fiesta bowl but you know, every year, every our year. annual trip, we gotta we gotta go to In and Out. We gotta take the shuttle. We gotta go to In and Out. Like, why? It hasn't gotten any better since the last time you were here. You've had it before. I, I just I will never understand it. Uh, that's a lot of food talk. We were supposed to be talking about road beers by this point in the show. So right. I threw it out to come up with our own version of the pick your house name three that we hate, but at least we're able to talk about it live and in person. I think that that's better. So I want to know, and Chives, you're going to have to be in on this too. You probably should have just stayed in on the show uh, in person instead with this big uh, orange S for the whole time that I can see. Uh, You can have one Columbus brewery, one Cincinnati brewery, one Cleveland brewery, and one other brewery from anywhere in Ohio. Those are the four that you get. What are you uh, going to do? What you going to do, brother? That's a tough one. Um, because I'm not entirely familiar with where everything is located hmm. other than where it is in the fridge. Hmm. And you don't, like, you don't design your fridge in the state of Ohio? No. And because you handle all of our road beer stops, yeah. um, I do know I like Mad Tree in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um Rheingeist was okay. It was sort of standard, you know, standard fare. Uh, I do like Wolf's Ridge in Columbus. Uh, Sip, does that count? Because I really enjoy Sip. It counts. Um, uh, Cleveland, I don't know that I've ever really had much brewery uh, time in Cleveland. I mean, you've you've obviously had plenty of Great Lakes. Right. I mean, sure. Great Lakes, of course. But, again, I don't really consider that a brewery, even though I guess it – is it's too like yeah. popular gotcha for me uh i do love inside the five in sylvania and in the toledo area which is owned by former um michigan state kicker uh brandon you know played for the dolphins and the raiders 
you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. What's his name? God darn it. What is his name? Didn't you used to like cover sports or something for a living? Man, I, I mean, my brain, I'm telling you, these, these last few weeks um, have just been really bad for my this brain. Is like, this is like in Arizona when he just randomly named the Washington State long snapper out of the blue. No, this is the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon Fields, that's what it is. Brandon that's, Fields. Berm used to be able to name every player in the country, including you guys, in the Pac-12. You guys don't understand what I'm going through here. You don't? I, no, you don't. You don't. You have a two-year-old. She goes to bed at 7 o'clock. Uh, I don't think so. <sighs> okay, fine. 8.30? Yesterday, she pooped on the floor. I recall, and I was hoping to use that as enough of a distraction in our spring game mock draft that it would have led you to drafting, I don't know, Liam McCullough or somebody uh, it, who's it rattled no me for sure. Team, but it rattled not, me to my core. I, we were some, I'll give I'll give Chives some more time to work up his non Jackie O's list um, for beers, but you know, Berm and I, if you haven't seen it, we drafted. Uh, rosters for the spring game on Saturday that won't be played. And, and we can't really think of a way to simulate a game that I obviously would have won, but midway through we were using Google docs, uh, just chatting back and forth with the picks. And then, I don't know, it was like 14th round. Uh, need a timeout here. We've got poop on the floor. Uh, I don't know why I did not approve of this, but Liberty asked to take a nap naked yesterday and Allie went for it, and then about 30 minutes after she goes down, the door opens, and I got to go poop. But it was too late at that point. She had got out of bed and pooped on the floor. <laughs> I don't uh, – and I'm like – That's brilliant. Why do I have to be part of this, this cleanup effort if I didn't – I mean, if at least it had been, uh, you know, in, in the panties or at night she still has a, a, a training diaper, hey – Easy peasy, no big deal. Now, let's let her sleep naked. And just, hey, it was a beautiful day. I mean, it was a beautiful day. One of those. Sometimes you just got to be free, man. When, I, you, when you were a two and a half year old, wouldn't you just live life that way? Naked? It's only it's only it's only the system that forces you to wear clothes now, man. Yeah, yeah, but I still, you know, I don't remember what I was thinking when I was two and a half. Well, I did. Mean, I did totally. Yeah. I just think, you know, why? I thought I talked about turtles a lot. Uh, I thought about like giraffes. Yeah. I sure. remember. I remember being told, you know, you can be anything you want to when you grow up, and I was like, I'm going to be a goat. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, turned so out I was right because you really wanted to poop on the floor. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I don't need an excuse now. Now I'm I'm a man. I'm 40. If I want to poop on the floor, I'll just do it. Yeah, but is that like the Berm? Is that like the uh, the scene from Step Brothers where he says, "I my I, my dad said you're not allowed to be an effing dinosaur." And he made me go do something. He says, "When I was little, I wanted to be a dinosaur." Do you remember that scene from Step Brothers? No. Is that what you're talking about? Also, I'm gonna get. Never mind. Is that a deleted dad. scene? Yeah. No. Is that on the due date extended cut? No, the dad is talking to I think it's Dale, and he's like, "Dale, when I was little." I wanted to be a dinosaur and I would romp around in the sandbox and everything. And my dad looked at me and said, you're not allowed to be an effing dinosaur. Go be a man. Hmm. 
Wow. But anyways, okay. I, mean, I don't believe in crushing I'll kids' dreams like that. But whatever. I'll get back on track. This show is called Road Beers, not Road Poops. So I will give my brewer list. Well, that was a home um, poop. A home poop. Um, okay, for Cincinnati, I'm going to take Mad Tree. I've kind of fallen in love with their beer recently. Yeah. Um, I ha- actually haven't been there yet because I've been to a few other ones. Do any of the breweries in Cincinnati make a Skyline beer? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Yes, they do. Uh, That's all uh, I needed to know. Is it Three Points? Three Points Brewery, I think it's called. Yes, they made one. I tried it, and it was quite liter- literally the worst beer I've ever drank in my life. Well, that's weird. Taking yes. a garbage food and incorporating it into a beer didn't make it magically good? So, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so weird. So weird. Huh. I'm going to go ahead and be basic in Columbus and go with Land Grant. I really enjoy Land Grant beers. And then I think for Cleveland, I'm going to take Platform. Uh, although I do enjoy a couple other breweries from there, uh, particularly uh, if you go to Market Garden, I like that brewery, but I think Platform is, is the better one for me. It's really and that nobody would take uh, an InBev property on this show, but here we are. Chives I'm has, sorry. Chives has ruined my dream. I really do I'm like. Sorry. I really do like Land Grant's beers, and I'm not just saying that to kiss their butts or because you're wearing a hat, Austin. They they have really good stuff as well. I guess um, didn't you didn't you say we need to list one that's not in the three main cities? Yeah, you're or not the wild card. You're not taking Jackie O's. Oh, I had eliminated Jackie O's just to give some variety because it's kind of a given that Jackie O's is my home base. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had two Yellow Springs beers in the last couple weeks. I think they're really good. So I'm going to continue trying different Yellow Springs beers. I guess I'll take Yellow Springs if Jackie O's is off limits. Nothing is off limits, man. No, I didn't think it was off limits. I just figured it was going to be, you know, one of the – Yeah, no, it's a very traditional pick for me because, like I said, it's my home base. It's where I discovered the craft beer scene. So, I mean, that's just kind of a given. Oh, the scene? The scene? Yeah, I, I, was, like, sitting at, I was sitting I at Jackie's, and they were like, hey, follow us, or, uh, find us on Untapped. And I was like, what's Untapped? And so I downloaded it, and here I am, almost 200 said, beers later. And they said, welcome to the scene, young chives. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, man, come in this closet over here. There's a scene back here. The whole scene you're missing. Remember that? What's the uh, when we went to Mikey's late night slice and we're trying to go down to the basement into the oh, God, yeah, but Angie wouldn't go into the freezer. Yeah, it's very scary. You yeah. never know what's going to happen down there. She was like freaked out. I'm not going in that freezer. I'm like it's whatever. I think we had had a number of beers before that point. Where I was that? That was the Blue Jackets game. Yeah. Uh, Chives, what's your favorite beer, Jackie O's? My favorite beer at Jackie O's. Um, I just crushed a six of the Razzweet. I would probably say that's a top one. It's always there on draft because they rotate so well. Yeah. Um, there's a like a pear wheat beer that they have. It's very seasonal. I had it last August when we first got back to school. Um, that was pretty good. Um, I used to do this thing at Jackie's where every time I would go in there. I would ask to sample the darkest beer they had on tap and it became just too much for me because I was trying like oil of Aphrodite and uh, <laughs> the dark apparition. 
it was so terrible. I stopped doing it, but I had had like 10 or 12 of the darkest stuff they had just to, just to give myself a taste of it. Well, that's it a dangerous terrible. game because at, at the, at the brew pub, like down there in Athens, the darkest, most potent thing they might have could be 18, 19%. Oh, I know. I know. That's why I was like, can I just sample that? And they're like, uh, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, like whatever the shot glass is, just fill the bottom of it. So, so you can't see the bottom and let me try it. And every time they'd be like, how was it? And I was like, it was terrible. And they're like, why'd you ask to try it? I was like, I, I do it every time. And eventually I had to stop because it was just becoming too much. I guess the walls of the home podcast studio are a little too thin. So I, I did just get a text update from Allie that, she doesn't like me talking trash about her on the show and Liberty had been sleeping naked for like a week. So, yeah, I mean, why not? You know, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to, there's no reason to not sleep in the, in the nude. If you, if you can get away with it. Yeah. I mean, my sincerest apologies to my wife uh, for blaming her for Liberty pooping on the floor. Liberty is old enough now, I guess, to take responsibility for her own actions. Uh, and Allie is in no way responsible. I stand corrected. Allie, I think you're, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. It's hard to raise a two-year-old. I think, I think next week uh, she – We should have Allie on the show. Yeah, I was just going to say next week she's going to be on here, and we're going to get her own thoughts, and we're going to talk about uh, Pop Star Moore, uh, her favorite of the Lonely Island films. Uh, not movies. They are films. They are fine cinema. Um, I am going with, uh, for my own competition here, I think that um, Cleveland, you've got to have fat heads for me. Uh, it wins in a landslide. One of the first places that I thought really took it up a notch where I would go out of my way for uh, can releases like Hop Juju. I agree that Mad Tree is the best brewery in Cincinnati. I would be keeping that one. I, um, I think Ryan Geist is fine, and I enjoy when I visit there, but I, I was really – turned off by their throwing their support behind the Portland Timbers for the tailgate in the 2015 MLS cup at crew stadium. And I probably will never forgive them for that. Uh, especially when compared to the support that land grant gives the team. And boy, you can sure hold a grudge. I absolutely can. Yeah. I mean, now that, now that the amount of breweries in Ohio are back to skyrocketing and, and I, gosh, I hope it stays that way throughout this whole situation. It seems like for the most part, places are holding pretty steady. Um, you know, if, you, if somebody turns on me, I don't have to go back. Uh, I can move on easily. Uh, I, I have to apologize to our friends at Land Grant because for my own uh, well-being, I have to keep SIP since it's within a mile so that we can walk. Uh, I don't think that I would call it the best brewery in Columbus. Uh, as you said, Wolf's Ridge, Land Grant, um, you know, CBC starting to get things rolling back again. Even It got a little bit stale there for a little while. Uh, Zaftig, Seventh Son, I could keep going. Um, but I just because of the location and, and the quality there, I've got to keep sip. If Land Grant wants to ship me some beers up to the northwest quadrant of <laughs> of the state, I'm more than happy to. Um, I'm not sure that they've added that part to the delivery yet. Yeah, but why not? Let's – I mean, isn't this a time to expand our 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 avenues and to try new things, man, let's get out there. I'll yeah. meet you halfway. I'll meet you in Finley. <laughs> well, we'll talk to our friend James about if we can set that up. Yeah. And Hoppin' Frog, uh, if you've never been there in Akron, it is the best, I think, top to top. Hop Frog? 
hopping frog right here. Look at this guy. No, he looks fancy. Tell me you don't want to have a beer with that guy. That's all I've ever wanted. All right. Uh, that's, that's our list. Those are pretty good lists. You can't go wrong uh, drinking in Ohio, in my opinion. Uh, one of the best beer states that you will ever find. Uh, make sure that you hit us up uh, on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you want to let us know you're for. We can keep arguing about that. Uh, this is what I've been drinking this week, and it's real good. It's Collective Arts Pineapple Vanilla IPA. Uh, it's out of Hamilton, Ontario in Canada, and it is phenomenal. Canada? Yep, it's phenomenal. I'm telling okay. you, it's a, it is a, a darn fine, darn fine beer. Where did you find that at? At the local liquor cabinet. It's phenomenal. Mm. I, went I, saw, up, I saw it on their Facebook page, and I called them, and I was like, uh, do you guys still have that? And they're like, we do. I'm like, I'll meet you out front. <laughs> I, went, I went and dropped about $100 at, at Who Farted last week because uh, they had several new triple IPAs that were out. And I really shouldn't have done it because it's like you need more than four packs to get through. Yeah, that's the problem. And like, I was so excited just to get out and go pick something up and like, they don't, these can releases used to be a big deal or they still are you know, collectors around the country want who farted. It's hard to come by, but then you go and I'm like, okay, I've got all these, uh, 10 and a half percent triple IPAs with IBUs of 1 million. And like, that's not no longer, Whoa, what's going on here? Whoa, sorry. <laughs> you had a, had a moment. But it made it hard for me to, to actually keep up the home beers cause I was burning my taste buds off. So now I need to schedule another trip and figure out who I haven't supported yet in Columbus to keep it going. Cause I kind of, I love their beers, but I think I kind of misfired on loading up the, the fridge for the long haul on that one. Yeah. These four packs at, you know, 16, $17 a piece uh, are not the preferred. Uh, they are the preferred way to drink through this quarantine, but it is certainly not the most um, logical way to drink through this quarantine because you can't just keep filling them up. Yeah. It, it gets tough. And the next morning you don't really want to jump up and, and write a question of the day. Um, so right, 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 right. Before we get out of here, you, you really, you know, touched a nerve yesterday. I know you, I know that you are disappointed that you lost in the draft. Yeah. Then you said, that it was like I had drafted Thanos and then got half of the Avengers. Yeah. So the, there might actually be a chance that if Byrne drafted Avengers characters, maybe he could come up with a team that can compete with me. So what do you think is the best movie in the MCU? And who would you draft if you had either the number one pick, which I had, which was Justin Fields, or the next three picks? If you had to try and beat me in a draft, which obviously you wouldn't be able to. Are do. we talking only the heroes? You can draft anyone in the MCU. Uh, well, I mean, I get, it really depends on if I have the first pick or not. But what, I'm, I'm going to say this. The, the best MCU film. Whew, boy. Yeah. I was always for for years been like on the idea that the first Avengers movie was the best movie just because it brought everything together in a way that no one else had ever done when in the video game comic worlds of movies. 
Yeah. Um, best individual story is Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I, I think. And best ensemble, I think I would go with Infinity War over Endgame, but it's close. And I still think the original Avengers set the tone in a way that was, it's hard to ignore what that did. Um, but I think Thor Ragnarok is the best, like, solo film. Hmm. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Chives, you got some? Uh, I'm actually, I actually have not seen all of them. I'm not going to comment. I'm being very honest. I just haven't seen them all. I'm not going to comment. I actually I made also, a goal through through the quarantine. I'm going to make a. I've told Corey a couple times. I would like to start watching them just to get through all of them and find out, you know, more about, you know, I guess what I've been missing. I have not seen all of them though. Uh, I would also put Doctor Strange up in my top two or three of the solo films, um, because I thought that was as. As good as any of the movies when it came to being like a direct translation of the comic. And I'm uh, old enough to be comfortable in my nerddom. As someone who read the comics, that one was the best translation, I thought, uh, from comic to big screen. I, boy, I really structured this this podcast really well with, uh, with the dead zone and thinking that Chives at his age would have seen every uh entry in the mcu i'm frankly stunned that that didn't turn out uh he likes due date he does one of his favorite movies of all time he's probably he was probably no see so i watched the first i watched the first avengers i saw the second avengers and then i've watched a couple of them in between but once they started making you know two or three movies a year about the mcu i was like this is really hard to keep up with and then i fell behind that was a gift that was their gift to us chives I that understand was, that. That was, that was proof that they love us. Like, I was also a, a poor college student, so uh, I wasn't going to the movie theater to watch these movies. And then they would come out, and then I'd be like, oh, we, I should rent it on Amazon Prime. And then I would get busy, and I wouldn't do it. And then I'm like, oh, I'm two movies behind, and now I'm four movies behind. It just kind of snowballed. So I do need to go through and watch them. I will admit defeat when it comes to not being able to watch them. There's a, there's a, there's a chronological, there's a chronological order out there of how you should watch them. Not when they were released, but in the big picture of the story, we'll post that in Slack so you can get started because it's very important. Um, I, I agree. I would like to watch them. Like I've been saying, I just, maybe it's not important, but it's, you know, what else are you going to do? I've shared it. I've shared it a few times because that's what Allie and I are doing. We're almost done with, you know, we've seen them all five or six times a piece, but this time we went with the chrono- chronological rewatch. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter if Chives does it that way or not. Like my parents just went through it the first time uh, via Disney plus and then two that they had to rent because Spider-Man is not owned by Disney wholly. Uh, but I if, just, yeah. yeah. Chives, if you need my Disney plus login, I'll give it to you. This is just really blowing my mind. It's not like you were two or three seasons behind of a television show, and then you need 36 hours. Two movies, that's four hours. You knock it out in one night. Yeah, open, a, open a six-pack of Jackie O's and settle in. Austin, what, what is your, what's your choice, I guess, for the... <sighs> uh, I think Ragnarok is my favorite movie in the MCU. Um, you know, Thor got off to such a terrible start as a character, and 
Um, and then uh, Thor 2 happened. Dark, dark World. Um, you know, I'll give, Allie says that she, she actually liked the Dark, the dark World um, or maybe doesn't hate it as much as I do. I think it's the worst maybe entry overall. And it, it just hurts because like they finally realized when they made Ragnarok or they started shifting like the humor of Thor that you couldn't just have a Shakespearean character in the MCU. It wasn't going to work. And his humor is so uh, enjoyable, especially by the time that you get to what he becomes an in game. But I think that it's the best. I think winter soldier is really under Winter soldier was great when you're talking about the standalone, especially you don't need to know any of the mythology or, or origin stories for captain America to enjoy winter soldier in my opinion, although it certainly does help as, as it does with every single movie. I was really bummed and I was hoping that black widow was going to be released on time or at least that they could put it out some way or another, you know, Oh, they'll put it out just like they're doing all these other movies that are out, like Onward and all those. I'll just put them straight. No, they're, to not, they're, they're not going to do that. They're so, not. No, it's they. They moved it back to November, and then they moved every movie that was scheduled. Like they, they went to the Eternals time slot, and then they moved everyone back. Wow. You know, six months or whatever it is behind. Coronavirus them. is serious. Yeah, exactly. And same thing happened to Fast and Furious, which is a whole other conversation. Uh, between me and you that that has to be had yeah but like or mostly you yeah for sure well that's my disappointment uh i was really hoping for that like because of like trolls the new trolls they're not going to worry about putting that out in the theater they're putting like on friday night you can pay 20 bucks and watch it at home which i'm gonna have to because oh i've already got it yeah how did you already get it you stole it Boy, I don't approve of piracy. You're putting it out there on the world, they're going to shut us down, Berm. No, I mean, it's uh, it's Friday in another part of the world, so. Oh, okay. Well, fine. Don't tell me how it ends because I'm going to have to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. Next two weeks. You've been watching Frozen 2 every day. Why not mix it up with Trolls? Well, that and Onward are now uh, going to have to mix into the rotation. Uh, anyway, so first pick in the draft, I'm taking Thor okay. if I have the first pick. All right. Um. I think you have to narrow it down to heroes or villains because obviously Thanos is, if especially if he has the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I'm going to take Thor first. And if uh, who who do you counter Thor with? Uh, I would probably have to counter him with Thanos and Loki. Just you know, that's like sure. the that's, emotional. Yeah, that's a that's a schematic counterbalance. I need somebody who can keep him in check, or has had some of the most success in doing so. And Thanos and Loki are the, are the top two when it comes. That's sort of like how you took Tyreek Smith and Zach Harrison, sure. and Justin Fields. I'm going pure defense there. Um, and if I wanted to go on offense uh, from there, I think you have no choice but to go with Captain America. And right. Um, I think really, and that also plays in with my defensive scheme, is that he could take, you know, only the hammer away from Thor. He proved and deemed himself worthy. So, but would he still be? Would he still be worthy if he was trying to take it from him? So now we're entering a whole new world of nerddom that we shouldn't go down that rabbit hole. I think this is crazy because I gave you the option to do whatever you wanted, and then I still beat you in the draft like a drum. I mean, no, Thor, Thor would win. Wow, this was so easy. 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm here to make everyone feel better about themselves. So hold on. Glad, hold on a second. Glad you hold got that second. dub. Firm, did you say that he got Thanos basically by saying he got Justin Fields, that he got Thanos, and then you got the first pick and didn't draft what you called Justin Fields equivalent to was? I'm confused. What? You, you, yesterday, when he drafted Justin Fields, right. you said you he said, got he Thanos, did, right? You got Thanos. So he just gave you the first pick in the draft, and you didn't draft Thanos. I'm talk- Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet is Justin Fields. This exercise, he does not have oh, it. Okay, 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 okay. I needed to clarify because, you, you know, that's a, it's a weird thing to say if you're not going to you know, double down on it. I'm a weird guy, Chives. This has also been our weirdest uh, yeah. episode of Road Beers so far. Feels like a good time for us to end it. Hopefully you made it this far. We appreciate if you stuck with us through the first four episodes where, as I say every week, we're doing it as much for our own sanity as maybe to drive you insane listening yeah. to in our, like, in our gibberish. Um, we've got a, four of them in the bag. We've got uh, more uh, made-up coverage. Uh, I think we're going to have Spencer write about our fictionalized spring game on Saturday. We'll see. That's his, that's his challenge for this week, to come up with some creative writing in, in our classroom setting. Uh, and we've got everything else, our normal day-to-day coverage, Still coming to you live at Letterman Row every single day. For my buddies Chives and Berm, I'm Austin Ward. This has been Road Beers. We will see you next week. See ya.